0: Welcome to Scripture Day by Day, a podcast of lectionary readings for the Episcopal Church. Today is Saturday, February 3rd, 2024.
1: A reading from the book of Genesis, the 24th chapter. Rebecca ran and told her mother's household about these things. Rebecca had a brother whose name was Laban, and Laban ran out to the man to the spring. As soon as he had seen the nose ring and the bracelets on his sister's arms, and when he heard the words of his sister Rebekah, thus the man spoke to me, he went to the man, and there he was standing by the camels at the spring. He said, Come in, O blessed of the Lord. Why do you stand outside when I have prepared the house and a place for the camels? So the man came into the house, and Laban unloaded the camels, and gave him straw and fodder for the camels, and water to wash his feet and the feet of the men who were with him. Then food was set before him to eat. But he said, I will not eat until I have told my errand. He said, Speak on. So he said, I am Abraham's servant. The Lord has greatly blessed my master, and he has become wealthy. He has given him flocks and herds, silver and gold, male and female slaves, camels and donkeys." And Sarah, my master's wife, bore a son to my master when she was old, and he has given him all that he has. My master made me swear, saying, You shall not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites, in whose land I live, but you shall go to my father's house, to my kindred, and get a wife for my son. Now then, if you will deal loyally and truly with my master, tell me, and if not, tell me, so that I may turn either to the right hand or to the left. Then Laban and Bethuel's answered, The thing comes from the Lord. We cannot speak to you anything bad or good. Look, Rebekah is before you. Take her and go, and let her be the wife of your master's son, as the Lord has spoken. Here ends the reading.
0: Psalm 75 WE GIVE YOU THANKS, O GOD, WE GIVE YOU THANKS, CALLING UPON YOUR NAME AND DECLARING ALL YOUR WONDERFUL DEEDS, I WILL APPOINT A TIME, SAYS GOD, I WILL JUDGE WITH EQUITY, THOUGH THE EARTH AND ALL ITS INHABITANTS ARE QUAKING, I WILL MAKE ITS PILLARS FAST, I WILL SAY TO THE BOASTERS, BOAST NO MORE, AND TO THE WICKED, DO NOT TOSS YOUR HORNS, DO NOT TOSS YOUR HORNS SO HIGH, NOR SPEAK WITH A PROUD NECK. For judgment is neither from the east nor from the west, nor yet from the wilderness or the mountains. It is God who judges. He puts down one and lifts up another. For in the Lord's hand there is a cup full of spiced and foaming wine, which he pours out. And all the wicked of the earth shall drink and drain the dregs. But I will rejoice for ever. I will sing praises to the God of Jacob. He shall break off all the horns of the wicked, But the horns of the righteous shall be exalted. Psalm 76. In Judah, God is known. His name is great in Israel. At Salem is his tabernacle, and his dwelling is in Zion. There he broke the flashing arrows, the shield, the sword, and the weapons of battle. How glorious you are! More splendid than the everlasting mountains. The strong of heart have been despoiled. They sink into sleep. None of the warriors can lift a hand. At your rebuke, O God of Jacob, both horse and rider lie stunned. What terror you inspire! Who can stand before you when you are angry? From heaven you pronounced judgment. The earth was afraid and was still. When God rose up to judgment, and to save all the oppressed of the earth, truly wrathful Edom will give you thanks And the remnant of Hamath will keep your feasts. Make a vow to the Lord your God and keep it. Let all around him bring gifts to him who is worthy to be feared. He breaks the spirit of princes and strikes terror in the kings of the earth.
2: A reading from the letter to the Hebrews, chapter 12. Lift your drooping hands and strengthen your weak knees, and make straight paths for your feet so that what is lame may not be put out of joint, but rather be healed. Pursue peace with everyone, and the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one fails to obtain the grace of God, that no root of bitterness springs up and causes trouble, and through it many become defiled. See to it that no one becomes like Esau, an immoral and godless person, who sold his birthright for a single meal. You know that later, when he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no chance to repent, even though he sought the blessing with tears. You have not come to something that can be touched, a blazing fire, a darkness and gloom, and a tempest and the sound of a trumpet, and a voice whose words made the hearers beg that not another word be spoken to them. For they could not endure the order that was given. If even an animal touches the mountain, it shall be stoned to death. Indeed, so terrifying was the sight that Moses said, I tremble with fear. But you have come to Mount Zion, and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to innumerable angels in festal gathering, and to the assembly of the firstborn who are enrolled in heaven, and to God the judge of all, and to the spirits of the righteous made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. See that you do not refuse the one who is speaking. For if they did not escape when they refused the one who warned them on earth, how much less will we escape if we reject the one who warns from heaven? At that time his voice shook the earth. But now he has promised, yet once more I will shake not only the earth, but also the heaven. This phrase, yet once more, indicates the removal of what is shaken, that is, created things, so that what cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us give thanks by which we offer to God an acceptable worship with reverence and awe. For indeed our God is a consuming fire. Here ends the reading.
3: A reading from John chapter 7. About the middle of the festival, Jesus went up into the temple and began to teach. The Jews were astonished at it, saying, How does this man have such learning when he has never been taught? Then Jesus answered them, My teaching is not mine, but his who sent me. Anyone who resolves to do the will of God will know whether the teaching is from God or whether I am speaking on my own. Those who speak on their own seek their own glory. But the one who seeks the glory of him who sent him is true, and there is nothing false in him. Did not Moses give you the law? Yet none of you keeps the law. Why are you looking for an opportunity to kill me? The crowd answered, You have a demon. Who is trying to kill you? Jesus answered them, I performed one work, and all of you are astonished. Moses gave you circumcision—it is, of course, not from Moses, but from the patriarchs—and you circumcise a man on the Sabbath. If a man receives circumcision on the Sabbath, in order that the law of Moses may not be broken, are you angry with me because I healed a man's whole body on the Sabbath? Do not judge by appearances, but judge with right judgment. Now some of the people of Jerusalem were saying, Is not this the man whom they're trying to kill? And here he is speaking openly, but they say nothing to him. Can it be that the authorities really know that this is the Messiah? Yet we know where this man is from, but when the Messiah comes, no one will know where he is from. Then Jesus cried out as he was teaching in the temple, You know me, and you know where I am from. I have not come on my own, but the one who sent me is true, and you do not know him. I know him because I am from him, and he sent me. Then they tried to arrest him, but no one laid hands on him because his hour had not yet come. Yet many in the crowd believed in him and were saying, When the Messiah comes, will he do more signs than this man has done? The Pharisees heard the crowd muttering such things about him, and the chief priests and Pharisees sent temple police to arrest him. Jesus then said, I will be with you a little while longer, and then I am going to him who sent me. You will search for me, but you will not find me, and where I am you cannot come. The Jews said to one another, Where does this man intend to go that we will not find him? Does he intend to go to the dispersion among the Greeks and teach the Greeks? What does he mean by saying, You will search for me, and you will not find me? And, Where I am, you cannot come. Here ends the reading.
0: If you would like to read a meditation based on these readings, check out Forward Day by Day. Available as a print subscription, online, or podcast. I'm Father Wiley Ammons, and this podcast is brought to you by Forward Movement.